Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to the Pesky Report, a podcast dedicated to the Boston Red Sox by Red Sox fans. Report is happy to announce that we will be sponsored by High and Happy Catering out of Springfield, Massachusetts. High and Happy Catering creates gourmet meals for small or large events with a twist. All of their meals are cannabis infused. If you are looking to have a real happy meal, call them at 413-785-8999 or search for them on Instagram at High and Happy Catering. You'll be happy you did. It's the holiday season, and you don't know what to get as a gift or stocking stuffer? Well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. Now, if my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the code pesky report that's p-e-s-k-y-r-e-p-o-r-t rocking around the christmas tree what's going on everyone welcome back to another episode of the pesky report this is episode number 90 this is going to be our christmas edition of the pesky report uh my name is brad chandler i am the host with me today i have brady how are we doing doing good man doing real good uh first off merry christmas brad merry christmas to you and happy holidays to everybody out there that's listening uh, we have Christmas that is five days away. It seems like this entire year has just flown by. I feel like I say that every year when it comes to like Christmas, the New Year's, and it's like. <sighs> so uh, before we start talking uh, Christmas and holiday stuff and cheers and things like that, uh, we do have to start off on a somewhat somber note. Um, as you know, typically we have three people on the show. 
And lately it has been myself, uh, Brad with a Y, uh, being Brady, and we typically have Hogdale on. Uh, unfortunately, tonight Hogdale could not join us as his father is currently in the hospital uh, recovering. Or I'm not sure if it's actually recovering. I know that there is a problem with his pancreas. So I wanted to just say, you know, our thoughts are with Hogdale and his family and uh, <clears throat> hope for like the best. Uh, we don't have a lot of news uh we didn't get a lot of information from Hogdale. We didn't want to dig into it and whatnot, but our thoughts are with him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, nothing but uh, best thoughts and, and prayers, speedy recovery, and uh, just hoping everything works out and uh, right. thinking about you. Absolutely. Uh, so let's, uh, you know, not to move on too quickly, but um, let's uh, let's get into this. And I, I had a question uh, that I wanted to start off with that had nothing to do with baseball. Uh, like, what are your do? You, what are your thoughts on the whole like Christmas? Like, are you like yay gun ho about it? I know you have children, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that has to do uh, part of, that has some part to do with it. But uh, I wanted to kind of talk about this for a minute. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge Christmas guy. Uh, when I was a kid, my father made Christmas mornings really fun. Uh, you know, he always had like, uh, when you thought you were done with presents, he would have like ones hidden. And, you know, like like an hour later, he'd be like, what the hell is that over there? Like, he just made shit like really cool. Like the dad from fucking A Christmas Story where he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's that? Why don't you go get that, Ralphie? Yeah, he did that with like, uh, as I got older, like Red Sox tickets, like opening day. You know, and it would be like two hours later. And he'd be like, oh, the hell is that? Right? You know, whatever. He just really made it great. My father made it made it awesome. Uh, so Christmas is always super fun. Um, my mother, great fucking homemade cookies and stuff like that. So you know, so that was great. But but being able to do it now as a dad, that's that's awesome. Because my kids like they fucking fly down the stairs on Christmas morning, and it, it's awesome. It really is. I I had like a pretty cool. Uh childhood christmas memories and whatnot i remember the first time i found out and if there's any kids listening to this uh, plug your ears uh when i found out that santa was not real um i so i was a huge bart simpson fan when i was younger and i would always do the eat my shorts man uh, uh whatever cowabunga yeah, yeah no that was the turtles i was about to say cowabunga but he said cowabunga too did he? Bro. I don't yeah, think so. I'm gonna check it out. I have to. I have to check that out. All right, you keep going. You keep going. Keep going. Maybe he did. He did. He I, did. I, had a t- I had a T-shirt when I was a kid. I yeah. did too. Now that you say something, I re- I did. So I thought mm-hmm. it, I thought it was the uh, turtles, but it was the turtles too. But um, mm-hmm. I I got up in the middle of the night and I w- I didn't like have to go use the bathroom or anything. I heard a noise in my dad's room. And his, him and his uh, girlfriend at the time were up wrapping presents. It was like probably two o'clock in the morning. And I saw him wrapping up my Bart Simpson. You know, they used to have the drawstring, the strings that uh, Mm -hmm. eat my shorts, dude, and stuff like that. Or eat my shorts, man. And you pull the string and you'd say that. So I saw, I saw my dad wrapping that up and I was just like, no. And then, like, the next morning, I woke up, and it's clear, like, this present said, 
from Santa to Brad. And I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, Santa did come. And then I opened it and I saw Bart Simpson and I was just like confused. And I like asked my dad, I'm like, I saw you rapping this last night. Like what happened? And my dad was like, I, I, I got in trouble because oh. I was up at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, <laughs> what a dad move. He just flipped the script. Now you're the asshole. Now. Right. Funny. I was, I was the asshole. So I still had the Bart Simpson doll. I still loved it. I didn't give a fuck. You know, there was, there was other things too. Like I, I remember I got a Nintendo, um, like when Nintendos were like popular back in the eighties yeah. and it was just, uh, it was cool. Um, now me as an adult, uh, I don't have any children. Uh, I have a nephew up in the air in my area. I have a couple nieces and a nephew down in Florida that I don't get to see all that often. And, uh, they're always like, I don't know what, to, I don't know what you can get me, blah, blah, blah. So I just don't get them anything. My 11 year old nephew, he's hard to pick for, uh, because I always want to do like baseball, something with him. And he's a Yankee fan. So that's a problem. Um, but there's uh, there's other things that have happened uh, around Christmas. I'm not going to get into it because it's a little personal, but uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Christmas um, right now. Uh, and hopefully that changes in the near future. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be like the Debbie Downer being like, fuck Christmas. You know, like Christmas is awesome. It's pretty cool. I just. I'm not a holiday person. It's just, uh, it, it's like my family, we're really close and everything, but we see each other all the time and we can only be around each other for like a couple hours before we want to kill each other. <laughs> so it's like Christmas, Christmas is a day off from work. And then it's like two, maybe three hours with the family. And then you do nothing because everything's closed. Then you watch Christmas story over and over. And I over fucking again. hate that movie. I don't even I don't even know where to go from here. I feel like this is where we've reached a crossroads here. How the fuck do you hate? Uh, uh, that's a flawless movie. All right, story time. Uh, and everybody's gonna hear this, and whatever. I don't fucking care. I hate it. Uh, the reason why I hate a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was younger, I looked like that fucking kid, Ralphie. I gotta see a picture, bro. Let me see if I can pull that's, uh, that's great. Wait, that's why you hate the fucking movie, not because the movie itself. Well, I mean, like, when you watch it, like, a gazillion times, it kind of gets old. Like, every time I would go, so I would go over to my old foster parents' house on Christmas and whatnot, and they'd have it on, and it'd be on for 24 fucking hours, and I think it was TBS or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Then I'd go over to my father's house. It'd be on on his house. And then finally, I had to tell my dad, I was like, you do realize I fucking hate this movie. And he's like, oh, thank God, because I do, too. Do you hate Elf, too? Tell me you're going to hate I love Elf. Elf. Yeah, Elf is great. Elf is you, great. You sit on a, what is it, a throne of lies. <laughs> Does syrup have sugar? Then yes. <laughs> I mean, that's just. Great. Anything with Will Ferrell is just fucking amazing. I, it's I really it. hard to find something that you don't like with Will Ferrell. You know what I mean? Like, what what was your favorite Will Ferrell movie? Oh fuck! Oh, Step Brothers is great. I gotta um, go. Step Brothers. Step Brothers and other guys. Old school is great. He's great in old school. <laughs> you, my boy, Blue. 
Yeah, I mean, come on. We're going streaking, going to the quad. I mean, there's just so many fucking great Will Ferrell movies. Uh, Daddy's Home is really funny, too. It really is. Daddy's Home, too. You know, we just watch it with kids all night. And fucking <laughs> their ass off. It's really funny. When he takes the motorcycle and he <laughs> Mm-hmm. He gets through the fucking wall. It's like, oh, I thought. And then Mark Wahlberg's like, he's like touching the wall. He's like, Pfft. do you remember in the second one when he's snow blowing and he gets all the lights caught up in the snow blower? Yep. And it, <laughs> it, it, it just, he's he's tremendous. He really is. Uh, Step Brothers definitely number one, and other guys is like probably right there. Every time I come, I produce a court. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to call him dad. Never. Not even if he's on fire. <laughs> oh, it's good shit. It's good shit. I remember, I remember watching that movie for the first time. I probably, I legit almost pissed my pants. Fuck, of course. Cause it's perfect. The, father, the fucking father was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, my daughter loves, she's 13, loves Will Ferrell. So I showed her Zoolander the other day. Figure that'd be great. She didn't is not feeling Zoolander. Not a Zoolander fan. Yeah, he's he's good in Zoolander too, though. He, he was, but it was uh, not a fan. All right, no, so let's let's uh, let's get on and into uh, baseball and whatnot. Uh, do you have any plans for Christmas? Uh, Christmas really is just going to be uh, we host kind of host it here, nice and chill, make a nice dinner. Uh, one of my favorite traditions I could add. My wife and I don't exchange until Christmas night at like 1130 at night. Like when everything's calming down and stuff, that's when we exchange. So we kind of did that and kind of makes the day nice and long. We just chill. I'm the type of person like I got to do it first thing in the morning. I can't wait. Well, I get it. But that's yeah, stretch it out. Make the day last night. Nice. Are we there. are we talking other things, though, that are going on at 1130 at night? Uh. If you have had to wrap and clean and prepare for Christmas, trust me, the last thing that you're thinking about at 1130 at night is anything more than just sitting and relaxing. That's the only thing that is on your brain. Is just, just get some hot cocoa. That's it. That's it. A little, a little cookie, a little something simple. Cookie? Uh, what? Uh, no, 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 no. That sounds like December 26th. That sounds like that could be a great day for that. But not the twenty fifth. No, that's a, it's a very. Uh, that's Jesus's day. Gen, my my wife has, has has made reference of like now we're super religious. Like that's a fucking convenient. <laughs> now find God, but okay, great, cool. It, it never works out for me. It's only against me. Jesus. Yep. That <laughs> checks out. That checks out. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, but yeah. All right, so on this episode, uh, as everybody knows, there hasn't been a whole lot of baseball talk and baseball things going on um, before we get any further into this. I want to say thank you to Chris Cotillo, who uh, came on our previous episode, uh, and he chatted with me uh, a little bit about the Red Sox, the 2020 season, the 2021 season. Um, Anybody who uh, follows uh, Chris or doesn't follow Chris, you need to go follow him. Um, handle, oh shit, why did I not have that up? I believe it's at Chris Cotillo anyways, right? As you're bringing that up, I'm going to say, I actually, I told Brad, but I, I listened to the episode. I was not on it. And uh, 
I listened to it, and it was one of the few times I got to sit back as a fan. Dude, you did a really fucking nice job, man. You're, 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 yeah, I appreciate you're, it. The, the pacing was good. Question: Chris was great, really accommodating. Uh, that, that was cool. That was really a nice episode. I, I was not high during that one, so. Mm, imagine what it could have been if you were. Imagine what it could have been. Yeah, it probably would have been like the uh, F and Sports uh, episode that I did on Saturday morning, where like you can definitely tell I was not. I was partaking. I partake. Right. He was like, he was like, yeah, we'll be on at like ten o'clock, and I'm like, okay, cool. And at like nine, for some god forsaken reason, I was like, yeah, I'll just smoke one of these real quick. And then I'm like, oh shit, I got a podcast I have to do. Yeah. So if you want to. You want to laugh at me or anything, which I'm sure you probably already are. Uh, F and Sports, uh, I did an episode with them on Saturday. We talked a little bit about the lockout. Um, I did mention that I'm not really paying attention too much to the lockout. I'm really not because, I mean, there's nothing for me to like pay attention to because I'm pissed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know they're disputing shit. I know there's things like the DH and uh, more playoff games and things like that. I just fucking hate this. This is so stupid. Uh, and, and I'm not saying it as a podcaster. Uh, I'm saying it as a fan. Like all the, all I get to look forward to in the off season is news. You know, the news about what's going on. And like baseball makes me happy. And it's, and I'm not, like I said, it's not just because I'm a podcaster or, you know, a blogger or anything like that. It's simply because I'm a fan. And mm-hmm. with no news, you're, you're going to, like, get people that are going to lose interest. When you have casual fans, uh, I'm not going to lose interest because when baseball comes back, I'll just be right back into it, into the thick of it. But it's like you get your casual fans, the fans that, you know, watch baseball here and there. They don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you, you and me and, like, you know – we're, we're like diehard fans. We'll watch baseball, right. but no matter what happens. Well, like I, I think that, you know, the main thing is that uh, these are issues that, you know, in the end, I think most baseball fans can agree. We just care about the product on the field. You know, you guys figure it out behind the scenes, um, but there should be a way to, to kind of move things forward without kind of stopping things at the same time. And uh, we've been fortunate as baseball fans. We haven't had to really deal with that for a while. I do remember, you know, back in the 90s when, when you know, we, we missed baseball, you know, um, and that was fucking horrible. Um, and, and I don't think it's going to come to that, but it, it's hard to get too excited about, um, you know, the players want this, the owners want that. You know what I want? Baseball. Right. That's so, really I, so I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to F and Sports. Uh, if you can uh or want to go check them out you can follow them on twitter it's at fen sports 2 lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details hi i'm maria and i'm mike and we're team, team ready. ready black hills energy knows your home is where your heart is 
so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Uh, it's F-I-N sports two, uh, the number two that is. Uh, great dude. And uh, I, had a fun, I had a fun time, so go take a listen to that. <laughs> um, but we we haven't had like tons of baseball news, uh, but we had two hires mm-hmm. um, for uh, big hires, actually. The Oakland Athletics hired their manager. Uh, I believe that was announced today. Uh, and the New York Mets also hired their manager. And this one was not the, the Mets manager wasn't a shock. It, it totally wasn't a shocker. Um, so which one do you want to start off with? Do you want to start with the A's or the Mets? A's because the Mets is a little more exciting to me. So let, let's let's take out the A's first. All right. The A's hired Mike, um, Mark Kotze. Let's talk about the Mets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark Kotze was, was a good uh, Red Sox player for, you know, for a little bit. He was any solid, productive player. Uh, he's been a guy that they, you've heard a lot about over the years, like a like future manager. He only played like half a uh, – oh, wait, hold on. He played He played like a full season with the Red Sox between yeah. 2008 and 2009. He was pretty good, though. I remember my dad and I liked him. You know, like, you know, he was he was not great, but he was solid. You know, he, he was a nice contributor. Let's put it that way. But uh, – 286 and 291. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. He gave you a little baseball. Um, but the truth really is he's a guy for a while. You've heard – Future manager, future manager, future manager. So I'm just glad to fucking stop hearing future manager and just like, okay, he's the manager. Great. Now sell off the A's pitchers to the Red Sox, please. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're never going to get off that, are you? Nope. Bassett? Not until it doesn't have. Oh, I love Chris Bassett. Manaya. Okay. Yes, please. Manaya, I'll, I'll never forget in 2018, Manaya no hit the fucking Red Sox. And they were like, there was rumors going around. There was like, Oh, uh, no team has ever been no hit and then went on to win the World Series. And then the Red Sox said, that checks out. <laughs> sure <laughs> or, no, that doesn't check out. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, you almost exactly. If they were like, fuck you, you know what? We heard that shit. We're not, we're going to make sure we get no hit, but we know we're going to win the fucking World Series just right, to fucking right. break another one. Good. Yeah. So, uh, but that, that was like the biggest thing that I remember about Shamanaya um, and the fact that he's a lefty. But uh, other than that, I'm not. Sh- I, I don't know much on Mark Kotze. Um, yeah, he's been he's been around like uh, with, with the Padres. He's kind of been, had a couple the of Marlins, roles. the Padres, the A's, the White Sox, the Brewers, and he ended his career uh, with the Padres. Yeah, so I mean, he, he's a guy who's been a West Coast guy for a lot of his career. Uh, you know, he's someone who's identified as a good communicator, a uh, baseball lifer. Uh, so cool, like you know, I mean. You're going to, it looks like they're going to be do a full rebuild in Oakland and get a young manager to kind of start that off. Kind of makes some sense. It's going to be a low pressure job uh, because how the fuck are you going to expect someone to compete when you trade everything off? Right now let's move on to the, uh, to the New York Mets. And were you shocked by this hire? Like we're not going to be honest the game right away, right. but were you shocked by the hire? I was shocked. You came up with this name early on you did and i didn't see it coming then when i started hearing more and more about it then it started making more and more sense and it felt like 
the Mets thing to do would be to not make the right choice, right? Right. But he is the right choice. Like, right. like I'm, I'm actually really excited about this hiring. But kudos to you, Brad, because you had, you had this before I, I saw it coming. I'm not going to take the full credit here because I'm not going to because I saw it, I saw it on I saw I saw it online. Uh, somebody had mentioned it, and they were like, "Oh, they should go after him." And uh, the Mets, the Mets didn't even like announce it. It was the owner. Like there was no beat writer that uh, announced it. There wasn't any news uh, that announced it. Steve Cohen came out on Twitter and said that the Mets have just hired Buck Showalter who is the former manager of the Baltimore Orioles and the New York Yankees. And what other teams did he, uh, Oh, he, I, he had to have diamondbacks. Yep. And Uh, the Rangers. That's those Texas Rangers. He was there too. Yeah. And, And he's really the guy credited when the Yankees, before they won the rinks, he was the guy that really developed Annie Pettit, Derek Jeter, Mariano, all the, all the greats. You know, he was the guy that was the manager right before they got Joe Torre and they got great. Buck's the guy that did all the fucking legwork. Um, yeah. And and I'm when you, I'm, I'm super excited. Like, uh, oh, listen, you read it. Billy Epler, the GM of the Mets, wanted him uh, to hire him when he was with the Angels, but the owner said, "No, I'm getting Madden instead." So you knew Epler wanted him. Steve Cohen wanted him because he's a legitimate known commodity. And when you signed that huge fucking contract to Max Scherzer and the word all was that who Scherzer wanted, that seems like a fucking no-brainer to me. Right. The biggest uh, the biggest problem that I have with it, like I, I love it, honestly. Like that I'm I'm not gonna you know, sugarcoat it. I think he's a great hire and everything. But the problem that I see is is like he's not an analytics guy, he's old school. And the Mets just went and got like a bunch of people for their analytics department. So it's like you just spent all this money and now you're going old school. Like, what are we doing? Are we, do you think he'll be able to do the Tony LaRusso uh, thing and mix it in? Yeah. I, I, you know, I've read a few things that said Buck has actually um, has t- kind of taken to it working for ESPN, uh, kind of been exposed to some, some other things. I think Buck is the kind of guy that he's just, if there's a way to, to do better in baseball, he's looking into it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so I, I think, I think a big thing with Buck, I'm curious to see who he's going to tab as his bench coach. Um, Cause I really feel like a young guy would be a really good compliment um, to to kind of bring along a little bit of a, a yin and yang, you know what I mean? I think that you know good. who I think you should go after, and I'm not even joking while saying this. Who, who do you think I, I I'm going to? I think you're going to say Carlos Beltran. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I think I, that the, I think I I hundred percent think Carlos Beltran should have a job somewhere in the organization. I agree with you. The problem is the fact that they let him go before he uh, before he started makes it a little more difficult. That's uh, not. I don't think so because look at the Red Sox. The Red Sox let Alex Cora go, and then they hired him back. Oh, listen! If, if, if I had Carlos and, Beltran, and if, be- if if the Mets are going to do, you know, if you know the saying, the Mets are going to met, they won't go after Beltran. Yeah, if listen, if I was Bel, if I had Beltran's ear, I would tell him like hundred percent, man, you're not going to learn from a better, more prepared manager than Buck Showalter. Like that's a fact. Go to the Mets, work work with you know what what a conduit between. You know, younger guy, older guy, um, Beltran, you know, coming from, uh, I believe, Dominican Republic. Uh, where, where I think Buck he's Scholter, Puerto Rican. 
Okay, so yeah, and, and where Buck Showalter, you know, what is it, probably from like fucking Kansas or some shit like that, right? Uh, you know, what I mean, like it, it's a really nice, it'd be a really nice mix, and then let uh, Beltron get you know two two years under his belt, and then go to get a manager job. Puerto Rico, okay, cool. Yeah, but I, I like I would like the diversity on that staff. I think it'd be great, and I think it'd be great for for Beltron uh, himself to to get you know to to not have the spotlight just on him because it's going to be on Buck, but let him learn a lot, let him be in there hands on. Let him get a job in a year or two and kick ass because I really think most people agree that Carlos Beltran would be a hell of a manager. Did you say Showalter was from fucking like Kansas? That was my guess, yeah. Florida. Same shit. <laughs> what? No, it's not. No, it's not. I just it really, you, whatever you, state you said, that was going to be my response. Uh, do you know what his real name is? Because his name's not Buck. Fuck. I've never. Uh, give me a letter. Give me a letter. No, because it's just gonna fucking give it away. W. Walter. Wow, you got it wrong. What the? <laughs> William. Oh shit. <laughs> well, there's a Wesley. It could have been whatever the fuck. Who knows? All right. I, mean... I, I wanted to uh, get this. Uh... He's not the only Buck. Mar- only Buck manager, though. There, you know, Buck Martinez was around for a while, so that's. That's a name I, that you don't hear too often anymore, though. Do you know how he got his nickname? No. So I think, where is it? I'm trying to pull it up. Jesus Christ. What is that sound, man? I have. I, have you heard it? <laughs> like, listen to the episode. You have to listen to the episode. It's at okay. 2748. <laughs> I, I will 100% listen, and then I'll try to fucking decode and what could possibly be going on. I just don't know. While, while you're filling that in, Jabba Chamberlain, uh, the the Yankee, his name is not Jabba. Uh, his name is Justin. Do you know where he got the name Jabba from? No. His niece could not say Justin, and all she could say it when she was young was Jabba. That's, that's cool. That's, that's cool. how he, That's how he got his nickname. Yep. Uh, it doesn't and, say it here. <laughs> Uh-huh. It said that uh, he had not acquired the nickname Buck prior to turning professional. Showalter played college baseball, blah, blah, blah. I, my understanding is he used to walk around buck naked. Hey, listen, uh, that's I'd be surprised. He seems like such a straight-laced guy. It seems like something like Bobby Valentine would have would have done, but not. Uh, but Buck's just seems like a real straight-laced is what it is. <laughs> You know what Buck and uh, Bobby have in common? What's that? After after the first game for the Mets, Buck and Bobby would have been, both been managers for the New York Mets. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was fucking terrible. I, I'm excited for some Mets. Like I, I am. I, I am too. I, I I really I think that was the best thing that the. Uh, I, I honestly think it should have been Carlos Beltran. Um, I, I still think it's bullshit that he doesn't have a job. Uh, but you got A.G. Hinch, Alex Cora. Granted, you know, I love Alex Cora. They, they both have jobs. Uh, Luna, I think that guy's a piece of shit. Uh, always have. As soon as, the, like, as soon as this all came out, I thought that that guy was a piece of shit. I think it was Cotillo when you interviewed him. I think then he's kind of. Say that again? Cotillo. Nope. Um, Try again. Cotillo. There you go. 
right? Catillo, when he was on, I believe he made reference to uh, Lunau as being potentially like Blacklist. Done with, yeah. yeah. And and the truth really is this one. You feel a little bad, and then you think about it and you go like this. Yeah, not really, right? You know, because the truth is, I, if if Cora was banned, I think it would have sucked, but I would have been able to accept it. Uh, same with Hench, but I don't think that Beltron. I think Beltron got the shit end of the stick because he was a player, mm-hmm. and I'll always, I'll always think think that way. So yeah, I know, but I mean, he wasn't really like he was more a player in like spirit. Then you know what I mean? Like he was still a player though. He was part of the like if all the players had the um um what what's that saying that they had like where they didn't get in trouble or anything. Um, oh, immunity. Yeah, he, he he was a player, so he should have had immunity as well. I agree. I agree. And and the other players, uh, you know, they were in on it. It's not like, you know, that, you know, he was the only one doing it. You know, they, they all reaped some benefits of it. Mike Fires knew about it and didn't say shit until he left. So it's like, I, I can't think that guy's a, a hero. Well, I had, uh, we had, um, what's his name? Um H-Town Wheelhouse um, from Lockdown Astros. And he said that he believes that when Fires went to the Oakland A's, because the A's had the biggest problem with the Houston Astros, mm-hmm. they basically like forced him uh, to come out and say that. To, to like, That makes sense. You know, it's, it's hard for me to look at Fires as like the noble guy that wanted to do the right thing. Because if he blew the fucking whistle – while he's playing with the Houston Astros, then I'm like, damn, that guy, you know, he, he cares about integrity of the game. When you're there and you're a part of it, he said after the fact. Nobody um, gives a shit about the integrity of the game. Like, come on. Look, we're we're going to sit here. Like, if anybody wants to sit here and pretend that baseball has integrity, they can just fuck right off. No, I mean, you're you're totally right. I mean, whether you're putting shit on a baseball or you're stealing signs or you're you know using uh, technology to cheat, or you're breaking signing rules, to, or you know the to sign players. Everyone's constantly finding ways to try to get ahead because it's it's a competitive game. I, I mean, it, they're all professionals and they want to win. There's a lot of money, a lot of pride. Um, fuck, it's a base, it's baseball. I mean, uh, if Luna is done, I don't know. Go pick another sport. Um, you know that that one guy did. Remember uh, D Podesta? He left. Uh, I think it was the I think it was the Dodgers. He's now running the Cleveland Browns, which is like good luck with that shit. Fuck that. But uh, I do feel bad for Beltron. I, I hope he gets an opportunity. And I I don't disagree with you. I think him being bench coach for the Mets for a year or two, learn a lot, then let him go be a fucking star manager somewhere else. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on a little more. A uh, little. Uh, so, the Boston Red Sox have announced that they have or Alex Cora. Uh, Alex Cora has his staff. Um, we all know that Tom Goodwin was no longer part of the staff um, at the end of 2021. I believe it was right before the postseason, and it was because of the fact that he was not vaccinated. Um, <clears throat> Which sucks, but I heard I'm not going to start rumors or anything, but I heard there was a uh, some in, uh, differences with him and said and some of the players and whatnot. 
I mean, we only get to see what's going on in the field. You know, we don't get into the locker rooms and things like that. So we don't know about that. I will say that uh, he took on the Adam Adovino um, stick where he was walking out onto the field without shoes. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to Fenway for a tour one day and I was on the monster and he was out walking and I was like, Hey, good one. Are you, uh, you getting, you getting your Adam out of Eno thing going on? And he was just like, yo. So, uh, Earth, he, Earthing is what it's called. Yeah, Earthing. Earthing. So, uh, it's just, did you end up seeing, uh, the, the coaches and whatnot? Yeah, I took a quick little uh, little rundown on that. I mean, I so, love that Venable's back. Love that. It. I did not like the fact, like, I'm not going to say, like, I didn't like it because whatever. But when Will Venable was announced that he was going to interview for the Oakland Athletics, I was like, bro, don't do it. Just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're going to leave a team like the Red Sox who, you know, did all this stuff last year, achieved further than they could have, than everybody imagined. And then you're going to go to the Oakland A's and you're just going to be dead last. Um, So I'm glad he's back. Uh, Also really happy that Dave Bush is back. Um, Carlos Fables is back. Also, uh, who else? Uh, Veritech. He he doesn't need to go anywhere. I, I hate when people are like, oh, he needs to be the coach. He needs to be the coach. I'm not sure if he wants to be the coach, uh, but I can't see him as a coach. I don't want him wearing any other fucking uniform. Nope. Listen, I think uh, over time he might move up in terms of, you know, bench coach eventually if he wants to move up. And, you know, from Alex Cora, from the from all that I read before he was ever the Red Sox manager, that he always had uh, aspirations to move up to front office stuff. So I don't know if Alex Cora is looking to be a manager for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Um, not that I want him to go anywhere because I want them both. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and if I'm going to say that, you know, Veritech would go anywhere, um, I'd like to see him stay with the two teams that he's played for. So, Seattle. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, I could I could understand it, but I mean, you didn't make a name for yourself in Seattle. You made a name for yourself in Boston. So, um, but there's that. Uh, Pete Fatse, Fatse, I think his name is. Uh, he took over for uh, the dick bag that left for the Texas Rangers. Yeah, uh, fuck that other guy. What What was his name? Oh, uh, why am I fucking drawing a goddamn blank? <laughs> I know, but now all I can do is think the fucking thing. He was from the Dodgers. He was Dodgers assistant hitting coach. 
and now and I remember I got all fucking pissed off, and then I realized that I was totally wrong because he would actually be the dick. So, come on. I don't know why I'm fucking. Everybody's gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, I'll get it. I'll get it. Give me one second. Rangers. Uh, Tim Hires. Yeah, that's it. I don't know why I was having such a fucking. I was drawing a blank on that one. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, fucking dickbag. Yep, I don't like him at all. Uh, Ramon Vasquez moved up to first base coach. Uh, he, I believe he took the first base coach job uh, when uh, they let Tom Goodwin go. That seems like a good job. First base coach, all you do is you take the gloves and, and all like the armor when they take it off. And, you know. You do have to do like drills and shit too. Yeah, a little bit here and there, but they know yeah. that shit. I'm just saying like that to me seems like a pretty, like third base coach, you're like, nope, or you got to go like. You know, just look. That's a lot of, lot yeah. of stress. I'm a little surprised that they kept Carlos Vela's at third base. They shouldn't have because he's an idiot sometimes. He was a lot uh, better than the fucking Yankee third base coach. Remember that? He was like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, did you happen to see what Cotillo said earlier today? Uh, so the assistant hitting coach, Ben Rosenthal, he was like, not sure if the Boston Red Sox are allowing him to wear a bow tie while he works. <laughs> That'd be great. Little, little, little Ken, little, little Ken joke. We're blocked from Ken Rosenthal. What, what are you saying? What kind of, what kind of travesty do you impart upon the world? I have no idea. He, I went to go read something. Um, someone posted about Rosenthal and I went to go click on it and says, you do not have access or whatever it was. And I was like, holy shit, Rosenthal fucking blocked us. Like, the what only, the fuck is this? I think the only one that I would ever get blocked from is Buster Olney because uh, I hate Buster Olney, like, a lot. I don't try to hide that. Like, Matt Barnes and Buster Olney, pretty much the same person. Bob Nightingale, I'm so shocked that that guy does He should just have, like, fucking block on blast. Like, a click is a block. It's, it's Like, the amount of shit that guy gets is so fucking hilarious. Because he's That's always like, wrong. <laughs> he's always wrong. He's like a fucking broken clock. It's just like he's always fucking wrong. He's, he's terrible at his job. He's awful. He's right at least twice a day. Yeah, that's it. You know, like if he makes 24 uh, predictions, he gets two out of 24. That's not good enough. I'm sorry. If you are a surgeon and you're like, you know what? I'm successful 8% of the time. You'd be like, not my surgeon, right? You know, like Bob he is he is absolutely terrible but I he's love, awful i love following him just to see what the people are saying about him he's like it's, the angel hernandez of fucking sports reporters oh don't you dare uh, talk bad about angel hernandez and compare him to bob nightingale he's so much better no what stop there, i mean come on he's the joe west <laughs> now joe's done right he yeah he was, joe, joe hung it up you know what? I don't like that. I think once once a month, Joe should just get a game and just fuck some shit up. No postseason stuff. He should come out with his guitar and start singing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just throwing people out. Fucking get out of here. That's great. Checks out. Absolutely. Did, out. did he umpire the most games ever? I think he did, yes. right? Yep. Fuck. I wonder how many games I watched where Joe West was the umpire. That's a scary number. It's probably it more. That's, that's more than I probably want to count. I know. My wife would be like, you pathetic piece of shit. 
It's like, what do you do? I really like baseball. I don't know what to say. We can do. I t- when I tell people I've, I've watched at least 130 games in a season, they're like, no, the fuck you don't. I was like, yeah, I actually, I probably do. But how much of a game? Let's go during the week here, right? Like a Monday through Thursday. How what? How much of the time do you are you spent watching the game? Because you might go and you know run a quick errand. Maybe you're cooking food, cleaning up. I never. I will. I do not leave during a game. Whoa. Nope. I do not see, leave during a game. See, I I, I I will get I will so so I do I do a lot of meal prepping and all my meal prepping is done on a Sunday. So and that's usually I do it during the mornings. So that it doesn't interfere with my games. Okay. So, and then like, okay, so a fucking commercial comes on. I'll throw my fucking food in the microwave for like two minutes. I'll come back, watch until the end of that fucking half inning. Go grab my food. It might be cold by the time I go and get it. But I'll grab my food. I'll sit down and then I'll start eating it. And it depends also on where I'm watching the game. If I'm watching the game uh, at my computer... I watch the game, I tweet, and, you know, I grab, um, whatchamacallit, clips. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I think, you know, having kids, you know, I'm, I'm doing different things. What I love is I can walk away for 15, 20 minutes. I don't come back. And, no, 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 no. Nobody fucks. Daddy's TV. I got the, so- the socks wrong because I can rewind. Don't fuck around with that shit. Right? Come in. And I, I just love that baseball for me is always there. You know what I mean? Like it's always fucking there. It's dependable. It's 162. And honestly, I wish it was more. Like I hate when people are like, I don't. I don't. You wish it was. You wish it was less baseball. No, no. I, 162 is fine. Oh, for okay. A reg- for a regular season. For a regular on. season. I was talking in hyperbole here. Yes, when I meaning the fact I can't get enough. Yo, when the oh no no no! On, like if, if there's more, it's the postseason for me. I but the thing is, is like we start in March, right? And we uh, people want to add these games on. I, I don't want to be fucking watching baseball in November now you know, in the fucking snow. Do you watch spring training? Um, I'm not as invested in spring training as I am, obviously, during uh, regular season. I've gotten more into it really over the years because I, I really like you know. Tr- you know, kind of tracking some of these minor leaguers who get an opportunity. Uh, I don't know. I, I do. I, I get a kick out of it. I do. I, I pay attention. On the, I pay attention on the internet, honestly, when it comes to the minor leaguers. The problem is, is that they change out so many times in spring training that you, you don't like, you'll get a Chris sale, like, like six days before uh, the start of the season, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, this is a guy who's, you know, we'll probably get um, Benellis. He'll probably he's going to get hyped up and whatnot, and people are going to mm-hmm. want to watch him. But he'll play for like four innings, and then you'll get you know Tristan Cassis who come in. He'll play for a couple of innings, you know. But you're not going to get guys that are in uh, in the majors. Like I, I like when they uh, you know start out. I think they play it was at Boston College, and they just beat them every year. It's like seventeen to one or some shit like that. Like I don't know. I. I'm just a, a fan of spring training. I can't wait till I can retire. Is it Boston? Is, is Boston? Is it Boston College or Northeastern? Is that the I same? Thought, I thought it was Boston. No, no, not the same. Um, thought, maybe it's Boston College. But I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I can't wait to retire someday because 
spring training I would go to all the fucking time. You've like, never been to spring training? When I was a kid, I went you know, years ago. Um, but it's it's not easy for me, you know, with my job. I um, I got to enjoy spring training in 2019, uh, right after they won the World Series. Actually, that's great. Uh, and it <laughs> story time. Uh, so my buddy Aaron, um, his wife was like, "Oh, you know, he's a Red Sox fan, whatever." So his his wife Megan. Well, your dog did not like that name, huh? <laughs> so uh, his wife, Megan, was like, you know what? I'm going to do something really nice for my husband. I'm going to buy him spring training tickets uh, for the Red Sox. And he's going to bring his best friend, who is who happens to be her cousin. And when she bought the tickets, she thought that spring training was in Boston. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So then her cousin told her, like, hey, sorry, I can't go. But just so you know, that's in Florida. And then she's like, oh, shit, really? And then she found out that it was at JetBlue Park down in Fort Myers. And she's like, well, fuck. And he didn't know about it yet. So she's like, well, I'm going to have to buy him a hotel. I'm going to have to buy him, uh, get him tickets and whatnot. And then she's like, well, I bought both tickets. What do I do? And then he hits me up. He hits me up like a month before it, and he's like, hey, man, this game is on a Sunday, right? He goes, hey, man, wanted in, uh, you're like probably one of the biggest Red Sox fans that I know. And Megan bought two tickets to spring training, um, and she went, uh, she messed up. And John can't go, and I'm reaching out to you and want to see if you want to go. I'm like, well, how much is it? And he goes, free. And I'm like, well, nothing beats free. I was like, well, let me look up the price of a, a, a plane ticket. And he's like, don't worry about it. We've got that covered too. I was like, what? I'm like, yes, please. So we decided we we left. We get to the airport, right, Saturday. And we were supposed to leave. I think it was like four o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. The plane was delayed for like four hours. Oh shit. Four or five hours. We didn't get to Florida. So we we were gonna be there Saturday night, right? And then we were gonna go to the game. The game was a noontime game or one o'clock game, mm -hmm. and we were leaving right after the game. Like our flight was at like seven o'clock or something. So we weren't even gonna be there for a full 24 hours. Damn. We yeah, we get in at like midnight, a little after midnight. We get to the hotel, it's like almost one i forgot my charger for my cell phone so we go to walmart to go get a, a, a charger and then i'm like all right whatever it's like 80 degrees at night and they had a swimming pool at the fucking at the hotel so i'm like i'm just gonna go swimming you know because why not it's february when yeah, else yeah. am i gonna be able to say that i went swimming in february so we did that. We went to a, a Waffle House. 
We went to the oh. spring, spring training facility. We went to JetBlue Park. Beautiful, beautiful park. And they had like a legit lineup too. Like Jackie Brown, the junior was in there. Uh, Benny was in there. I think Betts was in there. I'll, I'll have to pull up the picture and show you one time. Um, but there was like this whole, there was this dry race, uh, like board in the middle of the sidewalk with the lineups. Oh, cool. And it was, it was the Red Sox versus, uh, the twins. And it, it was, it was fun. I would totally do it again. I would do it. Right. In heartbeat. I'll be down in Florida this year, uh, at the end of February. I don't think games will have started then. I should actually take a look. Um, I don't think my wife lockouts not if the lockout's still going on. I don't know if it's going to affect spring training because of minor leagues. Yeah, no, it would. They, I'm gonna listen as long as they get this shit done by like February first. I'm gonna be okay. After that, you're gonna hear me start fucking bitching. Well, I I I was reading something that said that both the players and the uh, and the owners want to get this done quickly because they know that this will affect um, consumers. And uh, people like you and myself and anybody who watches the watches baseball. So, and they know that, you know, 2020 was a shit year. And yes, uh, yesterday, last year was one of the better um, seasons for baseball because sure. everybody was locked, you know, they couldn't go to games and whatnot. And, and people were going to games. So, and uh, yes, it's the Northeastern Huskies. Oh, excuse me. So thank you for, for thank you for the clarif- clarification. Yeah, no problem. So I will right. see if baseball, if there's a possibility, if I can somehow talk my wife into driving two hours and forty five minutes out of the way to go see the Boston Red Sox. I drove three hours. I went down to, um, Jesus Christ, why why are we saying anal in the chat? Oh, uh, I was a typo. Yes, sure it was. Jen's gonna listen to this just you so you know. So oh, <laughs> well, I mean, like, what did you think I was gonna say? Oh, I'll explain to you later on. It was funny at the time, but you you just missed the joke. You said his wife was trying to do something really nice for him at the time, talking about the tickets. So, all I, right, th- right, it was funny, but you didn't see it until wow, now. You went you went that route. Well, yeah. speaking, of, see, speaking of Bob Nightingale, Mark Cotton, the fucking guy, <laughs> this guy fucking was like a, a few hours late. Mark Cotton was always the heavy favorite for the Oakland A's job as GM David Frost strongly hinted at the GM meetings or else they would have simply let him go to the Padres with Bob Melvin. Well deserving. Uh, also, before before we go on to the next uh, our next subject, John Heyman posted up the Blitzer deal give... Uh, what was it? Hold on. That wasn't that wasn't what I was looking for. Oh, Blitzer has a path to become the controlling owner of the Cleveland Guardians in this deal. Uh part owner. Oh, this guy is part owner of the 76ers and the Devils. And he is acquiring a large minority stake in the uh Guardians. That's fun. That's what I'm saying. And then Buck Showalter is planned for his press conference is planned for tomorrow, which is Tuesday and uh, at 1 p.m. Amazing. I don't remember who someone on Twitter 
uh, I think I think it was Tom Karen, but I could be wrong, posted and said, since the Fenway Sports Group has taken over the Penguins, Liverpool and the Penguins are were eleven and one <laughs> since uh, Fenway Sports Group took over. Uh, what? Way to go! Way to go, guys! Uh, I'm not a big uh, I'm, a, I'm a hockey guy, but I'm not a Penguins guy, and I am not a soccer guy. But uh, way to go! fellow distant cousins of uh, ownership group interest. Uh, big ups. Couldn't tell you one fucking wow. player on Liverpool. Well, that's actually pretty cool, yes. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, way to go. Good it's for awesome. them. More money. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. do it. Keep it up. Yep. Help, help the Red Sox sign uh, a closer, please. Thank you. Yeah, LeBron James came out of uh, one of the Lakers <laughs> games wearing a Penguins shirt. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Which that I was thought great. was fucking hilarious. All right, man, so with Christmas coming up, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what our Christmas list would look like. I know the first thing that uh, I'm asking for for Christmas when it comes to baseball is this fucking lockout to be over with. I'm pretty sure you would agree with me on that. Yep. Uh, but uh, let's uh, let's talk a little like uh, what we want for Christmas for the Boston Red Sox. So um, I'll let you go first. Uh, first and foremost, a closer, uh, uh, an established, legitimate closer um, would would be very high on my on my wish list uh, for the Boston Red Sox. Um, next up after after a closer is clearly the Red Sox need another outfielder. Um, I would be very cool with Suzuki. I don't know how to say his first name, so I'm not going to try it. See ya. Maybe. Uh, that that would be cool. Kyle Schwarber would be great. Um, but uh, definitely going for uh, one of the uh, one of the guys would be awesome uh, to add to it. So that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm hopeful for is a closer um, and an outfielder. That's what I really like to have in the Boston Red Sox. I'm really excited with the fact that we have Dick Mountain. So I'm like, what I'm going to wish for is a Dick Mountain jersey. Hmm. And I just wanted to say Dick, uh, not Dick. I just wanted to say D dot Mountain. That's it. So uh, I'm not sure if there's anybody out there that has the ability to get me one of these jerseys uh, for Christmas. <laughs> It sounds like but, uh, crowdsourcing. We'll, 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 we'll work on it. All right. Dick Mountain. Or you can just put Dick on it. Whatever. Because um, you can call me a dick if you want. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. Um, but, no, seriously, uh, Closer definitely sounds good. I want um, I want another I want another outfielder. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to get shit for this. I want JD gone. Why? I don't think he's going to be able to contribute like he has in the past. Um, If we get, if we go and get Schwarber, there's no need for JD. Right. But then you still need another outfielder then. Not really. (laughs) Who's your outfield? If Kyle Schwarber's your DH, who's your outfield? Who said I just wanted one outfielder? Right, I said then you would need, still need to get another outfielder. No, we don't. We don't need another outfielder. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. No, you don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you have Alex Verdugo, Kike Hernandez, 
Jackie can't be counted on as an everyday everyday player. Jaron Duran can't be counted on as an everyday player. So, yeah. Yeah. You don't – you could put – you think that Schwarber could be an everyday player? You think J.D. could be an everyday – I think Schwarber played left field. So you think that Schwarber uh, could play left field, but JBJ can't? Oh, JBJ definitely could play amazing left field. He just he can't fucking hit. I think Kyle okay. Schwarber can play a serviceable left field, but hit well. I know. I just I just think people have like put too much fucking. I I know I understand JBJ can't hit, but I don't know. I'd rather have JBJ. And Kike doing center and right field. Listen, I also, if you told me right now, I, I'd love to see the Sox fuck around with Bobby Dahlbach playing a little left field as well. Because nope. Cassis, Cassis is coming. Nope. Like, it, it may not be right away, but Cassis is coming. And Bobby used to be a pitcher in college. So I'm going to assume that motherfucker can throw hard from left field another arm out there. But if, mm. I, I'd be honored with that. No. I'm yeah. That. No, nah. that does not. No, nah, a little bit. It's okay. You can be nah, wrong. A bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. That's fine. A little bit. You're wrong. Yeah, okay. I don't think uh, Bob, I don't. I don't think Bobby's going to be on the team much longer. That's very possible. That's also very possible. Let me ask you this one. I think we both missed on something we should have put on our wish list. Up, ready? Which is Raphael Devers' extension. Yes, I mean that that should have been a fucking given. But you got it right on your list, though. You can't yep. fucking. You know what I mean? Like, well, unfortunately, they can't talk to him. I can. Yeah, because he's gonna want to fucking listen to you. Why not? I'm a nice guy. You're a nice guy, and he's just gonna be like, "Oh, you pay me lots of money. I hit balls." Listen, I contribute to the fund that pays you lots of money, right? How? Uh, I've been to Fenway probably. Did you did you participate in? in did you participate in any of the games that he played in 2020? No, no one could. All right. How about the games in 2021? No, I did not. But, but, oh, okay. but 2019? I, I do pay for, uh, yeah, I went 19. Uh, I do pay for uh, base uh, MLB extra innings package, which does get shared up. So he is making money versus my viewership. So, sure. You got it. <laughs> Sure. Absolutely. I wouldn't mind seeing Sia, uh, Suzuki. That wouldn't be bad. Um, I'm going to get shit for the JD thing. I don't. <laughs> it makes I, sense. I, I understand I, what you're saying. I, 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 I like JD. Did you hear that? Uh, I think we talked about this before, but starting, is it January 10th? Uh, the Canadian border. They're no longer letting professional athletes who are unvaccinated into their country. That's going to be very problematic for NBA and NHL, especially the NHL. And it's going to be very problematic for the Boston Red Sox when they go for their 10 games up in Toronto. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, J.D. Martinez is not vaccinated. Uh, Chris Sale is not vaccinated. I'm not sure who else is not vaccinated, but... Yeah, that's uh, that's a problem. Okay, wonder... so we'll trade JD to a National League team. Let the National League get Universal DH. There's no uh, National League teams that play out of Canada, so JD's okay there. That makes sense, right? That checks out. Yep, good for everybody. Yep, that works out for everyone. Or what if they just stab him in the fucking neck 
with, with a vaccine when he's not looking. What if they just trade him to the Toronto Blue Jays? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. What happens? I don't know. That's he kind of all kinds it. of international laws and shit. Like, he, he, he will have to not play in 81 games. <laughs> he's like Kyrie Irving. Can't play his home uh, games. Yeah, right. Holy crap. Jesus Christ. Yep, Again, they could coming. they could just stab him in the fucking neck. I'm okay with that too. Yeah, stab him in the neck with a needle. And it, it, like, in exactly 28 days later, we're do, we're gonna do it again, right? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're sleeping, whatever the fuck has to be, just that's okay. I have a I have a friend who is like, oh, uh, I got the vaccine for my family and everybody around me. I was like, I don't give a fuck about anybody else. The only reason why I went and got the fucking vaccine is so I didn't have any fucking problems going to baseball games. And that's exactly the reason why I went. My buddy, one of my buddies was like, he was telling me the other day, he was like, I, uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to the show in Rhode Island. Uh, you should come with me. I'm like, nah, I'm all set. Like, I'm not a huge fan of this band. And then, then the day comes, I was like, hey man, uh, how's the show? He's like, I didn't go. I was like, why not? He goes, well, you have to be vaccinated. You have to show proof of vaccination or have a uh, negative test. I was like, so you're not vaccinated. He was like, no. And then I told him I was vaccinated. And he was like, oh, he sent a picture of a fucking sheep. And I was like, wait, do you wear a mask when you go out in public public places? He's like, yeah. I'm like, bah. Yeah. Listen, I don't, I don't get it. Don't, don't fucking it. call me a sheep just because I did something. And I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I'm like, if if you if you want to get the vaccine, great. If you don't get the vaccine, fuck you. Not really. Um, but like, I have friends that aren't going to get the vaccine, and I mean, that's their choice. Hey, Brad, can I, can I, let me ask you a? I don't know. I'm just curious now. I'm gonna throw it out there, right? Where do you stand on uh, an employer's right to say, hey, we we want this in in the workplace? Do you think an employer that's okay? Like, what if what if if that was true? Then could major league baseball teams because they're the employer, right? And, and that's and they have a union, so they have to agree on it. Uh, New York City teachers uh, definitely have a union, and that has that was a forced mandate uh, in New York City for the teachers, the firefighters, the police. Uh, so I wonder if that's coming, and if that's going to just make it. You know, they're already doing it to unions, and there's a lot more members in the uh, teachers and firefighters union than there are the major league baseball players, and not as much money, but. Uh, be curious. I wonder what's going to happen. I think we actually talked about this before. We were like, you know, the fucking owners be like, well, you can't fucking play because of the fact that you're not vaccinated. Then uh, I'm not paying you. That's uh, it. I, I remember that's what you said. So, but no, I, I don't know. I'm indifferent in that. It, it's like, I don't really want to talk about like the whole, whole like COVID thing and make it like a COVID related like fucking podcast episode and whatnot. But I mean, right, we're right. already we're already an hour and change in and nobody's gonna fucking listen to you know an hour hour end. So I'll just say it like this: um, you do what you want. If it affects me, I'm gonna be pissed off. Mm-hmm. That's that's really what it boils down to. Uh, I went to a a concert this past weekend. And my biggest concern about going to that concert, it wasn't about COVID uh, or anything like that. 
Um, it was an inside venue. Um, it was a sold out show. And I was concerned on whether or not they had a mask mandate. And if I had to bring my vaccine card with me, like this is where we're, where we are right now, you know, mm -hmm. and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Nope. No, we're, we're two years into this shit. Yep. And, um, I went to the show. I fucking hate wearing masks. I, I absolutely hate them. Um, I understand what it's said to do, mm -hmm. but, um, wearing one of those like hospital masks, I have a beard dude. So like I, my beard gets that fucking mask line in it and I fucking hate that. So I went out, I went and bought one of those, I, I bought what they call a beard mask. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, I didn't. It, it just, it covers the beard all the way down, but it's like right here, you know? Okay. So I went to the show on Saturday and I fucking, I wore my mask the entire time. Nice. So, but I don't, I don't wear my mask at work. I'm fully fucking vaccinated. And 90% of our, sh my shop is fully vaccinated. You know, it's funny. I saw you posted, you were going to see a show this weekend. So I, I saw, I don't remember the name of the group, but I, I Googled it just to say, right. I was curious. I don't think you and I could be further apart on musical interest. <laughs> like, Why? What, what do you listen to? Uh, big Tom Petty guy. I love uh, Tom Petty. Uh, lately, I've been listening to a lot of country. Chris Stapleton. Nope. Uh, I'm giving, you know, I, I always said no, too, until, until all of a sudden I got a hook. You know, it kind of got me going. Uh, nope. John Mayer John Mayer is my favorite artist. Hey, John Mayer is my favorite guitarist, honestly. That's cool. I know a lot of people like that. Um, but like, yeah, no. I, I went to one death metal or whatever you want to call it concert in my life. Who who was it? I can't remember. It was a local kind of thing. And the, I got pushed mosh pit all the way to the very front. And this guy's like, I, and he's right in my face. And dude, he's screaming right at me. And my buddy's got long hair down his ass. And I finally get shoved all the way back. And he goes, dude, I think that guy aged. <laughs> and I was like, because I, I look all like me and preppy or whatever the fuck I did in high school. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that was my one experience when I was like, nah. Further away from each other, huh, on musical taste. Well, here, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know, like, some of my musical tastes. So, I'm a metal fan. I've been a metal fan since uh, 1990, I want to say one. Um, I started, I found Metallica, and then I, like, moved on from there. Uh, I went Metallica, Cannibal Corpse, Obituary, Incantation, Corn, Pantera, um, Slipknot, you know, and then now it's just like I don't even know the names of the bands now. I just listen to the music. But the show that I went to on Saturday, I wasn't going to it. And then my friend just randomly like hit me up and he was like, Hey man, I got an extra ticket to go see Shadows Fall. Uh wanted to see if you wanted to go. And I was like, Well, how much? He was like, free. I was like, Yeah. Well, what happened was is uh this band this band hasn't played a show in six years, and this was their reunion show, and the show sold out well my buddy bought two tickets it was supposed to be him and his wife he told his wife when he bought the tickets that she needs to her job was to find a babysitter for that night <laughs> well the day of the show he he asked he's like did you find a babysitter and she's like for what and he's like for the fucking shadows fall show and she's like what show 
And he's like the one that's been sitting on the uh, on the uh, refrigerator for like the past four months. She's like, nope. And he's like, well, fuck. So uh, I posted some pictures on my Instagram and whatnot, and then she liked it, and then I thanked her. So, so her loss was your gain, absolutely. Just go. like just like when I went to spring training, uh, John, uh, my buddy's uh, best friend's loss was my gain. That's a bad bad. I also got sun, I got sunburned in that at that game too. A fun fact about that game: I was three rows behind home plate. You saw nice. me on you saw me on Nesson the entire, and I wore my uh, uh, I wore my Boston Red Sox uh, wicked piss uh, uh, shirt, which on the back it has a urinal with the Yankee symbol in it. That's great. It was amazing. That's great. It was a fun fun game. That's great. That's like the old uh, you know cheater sucks a rod. Yeah, those, those are great. Those are great. Timeless, I believe, is, is the way we call them. Timeless. Fantastic. Yep, sure is. All right. Uh, you got anything else you want to add? Or 109 in? No, no. Listen, I just uh, I hope that you have a surprisingly delightful, uh, wonderful holiday. Uh, I'm going to say a Christmas. Oops, dirty word. Uh, hope hope you have a fantastic Christmas. Uh, and I, I it, what a great present would be is if they're like, actually, we figured all the lockout shit. We're all good, right? Like that would be like, come January first, free agency's open again, trades galore. That would be great. So January or January, December 25th, I'm driving out to uh, New York. I forgot where your address is, so. I'm going to have to have you give it to me. And that's just your, your, uh, it's just going to be by coincidence. You know, yeah, I just yeah. want to see the alpacas and, yeah. and your dogs and, and, uh, meet, meet your wife, uh, and maybe your kids, um, yeah. your, your daughter who sent me, you made, you made her make a video and <laughs> she was like so mad at me. That was my fault, I guess. Welcome to the world of being a father of a teenage daughter. It's not whatever. Weird. You're always wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm wrong regardless. So, but um, I wish you your family a very merry Christmas. Everybody out there, if you made it an hour and change into this episode, uh, bless your heart. Yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you right now, if you if you DM us that you made it the whole way through. Uh, we gotta put a shout out. First person DM us that they uh, that they watched the whole, they listened the whole way through. We'll give a shout out, Brad. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. Definitely. Checks out. Yep. Uh, also, still, you know, uh, like we said at the beginning of the show, thoughts and thoughts and uh, I, I don't say prayers. I don't say that. I, I, I yeah, I'm a, and I really don't want to say that our thoughts and prayers are with uh, because you know the. The, the like presidents and the like political people say that type of shit. So, but, um, but for I'm me, think- it's true. I'm thinking I'm think- about you when I go to bed. I'm thinking, I'll I'm thinking about you, Hogdale. And I really do hope that your dad's all right. And, uh, very much, I, I love you, dude. Uh, I know we haven't met and we haven't done any butt stuff or anything like that. But yet. it's not weird for me to say that yet. Uh, that I, I love you. You're a great dude. Um, and if you need anything, definitely let me know. Yeah, man. Uh, Hogdale, hope everything goes, goes okay with you, your dad, your family, crazy, crazy, stressful stuff. Uh, hoping, but nothing for the best. And yes, my thoughts and oh yes, Brad, my prayers. Uh, no, 
definitely will be. And uh, hope everyone out there has a wonderful Christmas. And uh, hopefully, uh, the with a, we'll have that episode for the new year. But uh, hopefully, that new year brings in some good shit too. All right. So before we leave, I got to bring up the dumbest fucking thing ever said. Uh, this dick bag, uh, <laughs> Joseph James Alaya the third. Um, what you are a fucking moron. Uh, you should be strong and fucking by your fucking cock and balls. Did I read that right? Yes, you are reading that right. This fucking oh. idiot. Uh, seriously, an hour and twelve minutes into this, I please, please, please tell me that you guys are listening to this. This fucking dickbag says, and I quote, John Farrell was a better manager for the Boston Red Sox than Alex Cora. That wasn't quoted because he didn't say Boston. He said John Farrell was a better manager for the Red Sox than Alex Cora. Please end your life. Thank you for listening to the Pesky Report. Make sure to follow us on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pesky Report. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, please make sure to leave us a review and a comment and let us know how we're doing. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.